What's up, YouTube? I'm back. This is JS, and welcome back to Cosplay Alliance. Tonight, I actually get to sit down with somebody that I haven't actually known, but that I've been following on Instagram for quite a while now. Joey Redhood 22 just like last week. Make sure you stay to the end if you want to know how to win yourself some Batarangs. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for joining us back on Cosplay Alliance. Today we get the chance to sit down with somebody I've actually been following for quite a while on Instagram. Actually, um, Joey, I've been following you, I think, since 2017. Oh, wow. Pretty That's much since – it's right since the beginning. Uh, Joey Redhead yeah. 22. Joey, thanks for joining us, man. Hey, my pleasure. It's good. I was pretty excited to you know be able to join the uh, interviews and stuff. It looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, definitely. Hey, why don't you uh, take a couple seconds, introduce yourself, tell us who you are, what you do. Where we can find um, you. I'm, I'm Joey Redhead22 or JoeyRedhead.22 on all platforms here on Instagram, TikTok, Vero. Um, primarily Redhead cosplayer, but I tend to dabble in a couple other uh, cosplays, mostly things that are Jason Todd inspired. So different you know, cu uh, custom concepts that are Jason Todd inspired. Just now starting to do some non-Jason Todd stuff, so we can talk a little bit about that. But um, for the most part, just me and my boy uh, Redhead doing our thing. Uh, Joey, like I was saying, I've been following you for quite a while. I think I started the first time I saw a post from you when when was when you got your um, your Red Ronin helmet. Okay, uh, yeah. That's a God of Props helmet, isn't it? Yeah. So that's actually um, that was a God of Props helmet, and that's what was I used to convert to my first Red X cosplay. Um, oh yeah. One, yeah, that was. It's actually this guy right here. So I did. Yes. And uh, this is what I did when I first launched my version of Red X, but it's a God of Props base that I repainted and, you know, kind of use that for that techie kind of sci-fi Red X look. So I got to yeah, say, I've always liked that look. Ronin look. Yeah, I, I've always loved that Ronin look. And, and to be honest, I think that's what caught my eye when, when you first posted that you had bought your Ronin helmet. And then shortly after, you bought your full uh, Rebirth style helmet and and um, – Arkham style chess piece. Yeah. Um, I think from um, Dark Knight FX. Yeah, Dark Knight FX. It's a Dark Knight FX kit. Yeah. So the helmet was him. Um, the jacket, which is this jacket here, this was uh, this is Luca Jackets. And then uh, the first thing I really used was a uh, Super Geek Designs Batman vs. Superman base with a Tiger Stone emblem. That mm -hmm. was a big one. And then I have used the Dark Knight FX chest at different points. Um, and I tend to dabble with so many different combinations like Legos, just trying to see which ones I really like that work and click and just kind of have a fun with the different concepts. Like this is the only canon look I do is this one right here, the Arkham Knight from Red Hood, um, from uh, Arkham Knight the game. The other stuff I try to like come up with what, you know, I envision as Red Hood. And I could totally appreciate that. I love when people do their own thing. I mean, as much as, you know, like I was talking with Tim last week, actually, you know, as much as it's cool to see somebody that has a super professional, identical to the, game or movie or show or whatever there's always something i find neat about somebody that does their own thing and and, and that's what i've always appreciated you've got so many different styles <laughs> of red hood uh it, it's it's always interesting right because you're always coming up with something new um why don't you tell us a little bit about how you even got into cosplay in the first place um so 
back around that time, I uh, attended one of my first Comic Cons um, in the nerd culture and fun stuff like that, but I'd never gone to a show. So I went to a show and I saw people in costumes and walking around. I just assumed they were staff, like they were part of the show per se. And then I found out they were just fans that decided to dress up and walk around. It's just patrons and people having a good time. And I'm like, I like to do that. That sounds like fun, you know? Like, you know, normally it's Halloween and stuff, but like, I'm like, that looks like a lot of fun just to dress up and come out and, you know, have your favorite characters and everything. I was like, you know, I want to try that. So then we went to a second show and I tried to put my first thing together, couldn't get it done in time. And so after that, you know, it was off to the races, but I just really loved how much fun they were having. They unofficially cosplayers are part of the show. Like it's, it's, you have your Mm -hmm. vendors and all these different things, but for me, it was really neat just seeing the community and people out there just expressing, you know, their love for whatever their fandom was. And I just wanted to be a part of it. And, and was Red Hood always your first, I mean, not always, but was it your first cosplay? I mean, when I'm looking at your Instagram, it's the first thing you ever started posting was Red Hood cosplays. Yeah. But was that what you started as, as a Red Hood cosplayer right off the bat? Uh, officially, yeah. So prior to that, um, when I was only doing really kind of stuff for like Halloween and everything like that, I had put together a Destiny uh, Hunter outfit once. Um, oh, yeah. That for one year. And it was a similar concept on how I try to do things now, but that was technically, I guess, my first real like detailed trying to put something uh, really cool together. Uh, but it was a one-off. It was just Halloween, and then not until I got to that first Comic Con, it was a Hampton Comic Con here in Virginia, that um, that I really had a chance to to dive into the culture. And from there, it was pretty much Red Hood. Yeah, and, and I mean, you've been doing basically Red Hood ever since. Uh, uh, well, it's done some variations, like you say, you've done you know right. the Arkham stuff, you've done. Some Red X. I mean, it feels like you've you've really always uh, focused around Jason Todd. Uh, uh, and I'm gonna and again, sorry for people who watched last week's interview with Tim. If I'm asking you a lot of the same questions, but being both of you guys are, are heavy Red Hood cosplayers, I'm gonna cover some of the same things. Yeah. Um, why Jason Todd? Why that specific Robin? I don't know. I just I liked so when they relaunched. Um, you know, Jason Todd, and he wasn't the Dick Grayson clone, and he had that whole rebellious stage about him, just kind of like that very aggressive nature to him. His backstory was, you know, a little bit different, you know, the whole stealing of the rims and all that. Just, I liked his aggressive <laughs> nature. It's like that pent-up frustration that, you know, it's like people are told, tell you to put a smile on your face, be calm, be happy, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, just not able to control it. Um, and then obviously what happened with him, you know, uh, getting taken out and everything like that. I just, I felt like a good connection with him. So when they started teasing him through Hush and all that kind of stuff, and I was like, oh, this would be kind of cool. And then Under the Red Hood, obviously, that whole storyline was awesome. I just, I love, I love when he's written aggressively, not so much Deadpool-y, when they kind of do too much of the humor stuff I'm not a fan of. But I just, I like how he's really, if Batman didn't have his moral code, he's Red Hood. Like, he's, they both mm-hmm. want similar things, but Red Hood will go that extra distance that Batman won't. So I always like that, you know, that clashing dynamic. Yeah, it's funny you say that. I uh, I've always felt like, the closest Robin to Batman was always Jason. If there was anybody that would be Batman would always be Jason in right. my mind. Um, you're right. Jason's always a little bit more aggressive in his portrayal. And that's, I feel what differentiates him from all the others. Um, he's right. so aggressive. He's so unique. Um, I w- again, I was talking with Tim last week about how the Snyderverse introduced us to mm. Jason Todd. Which apparently was not him at all. Apparently, the suit is it's technically Dick Grayson's suit. Right. Uh, have you heard about any of this uh, from, I think it was in BVS, when we see the suit, the Robin suit with the ha-ha-ha written all yeah. over it? And, and Have you heard about any of this, that it's not actually supposed to be Jason yeah, Todd and yeah, that was, Snyder yeah. was trying to 
Yeah, he he. From what I read, he switched it up and wanted that to be Dick Grayson. You know, getting taken out. I guess because that's in a way, I guess the most mainstream known Robin. So it made sense for him to to go that route, which it's just makes still makes the most sense to use Jason in that way. But if you never introduced you know Dick Grayson, I can see them kind of meshing those storylines. But I think anyone who really follows it still feels that it represents Jason. I even did a photo edit a while back using that as a background with my red hood in front of the Robin case. Um, it just seems to fit that. And you know, also the rumor that the Joker in that universe is that Robin, you know, like he was the Robin that went crazy and there was all these conspiracy theories of, you know, where tattoos lined up and everything like that. I thought that was actually kind of a cool concept. I know a lot of people don't like to deviate from the true origins of things, but um, I mean, I thought it would be a pretty cool concept if that world's Joker was a former Robin. Well, it's, I think it's a great concept considering I think it was in the killing joke where they tell the unofficial uh, origin of, of the Joker starting as being the first Red Hood, basically. Right. Uh, so that that's that's actually kind of a neat concept there that I never even thought about. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I want to switch it up quickly here. Uh, uh, you're in is it North Carolina, South Carolina. I forget. No, you're Aberdeen. in Virginia. You're in Virginia. Yeah. How are things over there right now uh, with, you know, the pandemic, the pandemic and, and things being closed and things opening back up? And, and what, what are, what's going on over there right now? Um, I mean, we're, I mean, everything's opening up. I mean, it's, uh, you know, step-by-step. Step. I mean, um, you know, in my line of business, I mean, we're still doing a lot of extra protocols and everything like that, but um, it's good to see that things are opening up and opening up safely. Um, a lot of the, you know, cons and stuff and events, some are still pushed back, but concerts and stuff are starting to, you know, come back out and they still have their, you know, their particular protocols and everything. But um, I mean, overall, I think our state did pretty well, you know, with trying to balance everything out and, you know, trying to follow the rules properly and, be safe and events being shut down, but now they're starting to get out, get open. Uh, I work with the public and just kind of, it's nice to see more people out there, a little less fear of being out there. You know, it's just good to see people kind of breathing a little bit more and feeling comfortable being out there, you know, as people get vaccinated and everything like that. So, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, overall, I think it's been going real well. Um, I, I mean, you're, so you're saying cons are starting to open up. Have you been to any yet at this point? No, um, next week might be the first one I attend. There's one in Fredericksburg. Um, nice. I forget I forget the name off the top of my head, but um, another cosplayer, uh, Superman 14F, he's going to be up there. Um, so I might link up with him with his Batman suit. Um, but yeah, I haven't had a chance. KatsuCon 2020 was the last one I got to go to. Um, and that was like really my first big show. I had done a bunch of the local ones. I did a super rally or um, Richmond's uh, GalaxyCon um, mm-hmm. and then the Hampton and Tidewater Comic Cons. And then uh, there's a big one. There's an anime con that I go to locally, which is pretty big for our area. But KatsuCon was the biggest one I went to, and then it's when the pandemic hit. Like that was February 2020, and then right after that's when everything just kind of shut down. So I missed out. Mm-hmm. I had plans for Dragon, MegaCon, all that, and unfortunately, the world kind of tied up. So you just mentioned going to an anime con. I mean, did you do any kind of anime uh, cosplay? I mean, are those properties? Are there any kind of anime properties or any other kind of of, of properties that you're interested in? Um, anime? No, it's, it's funny. I have friends that I've started to watch some anime with, so I haven't earned my stripes yet to uh, really, <laughs> really claim any of that yet. So, but uh, you know, I've started diving into some, you know, non-traditional ones as well as traditional ones. I guess I have to level up is what I'm told. I have to earn different levels of anime. So it's been a lot of fun, <laughs> but uh, other fan of things outside of, uh, you know, Jason Todd inspired stuff and Red Hood. Um, I'm working on uh, my first Star Wars, Star Wars cosplay. Um, oh yeah. That. There's that concept art where it was a cross up of Mando and Revan. So I'm doing that. Mm. Um, there's, I'm doing a snake eyes. Huge Revan fan myself here. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, so that was my first cosplay, actually. What, Revan was? Yeah. 
Yeah. That was yeah, my first cosplay. He's a, he's a dope, uh, he's a dope concept. I love his, uh, you know, from playing the old Knights of the Old Republic games and everything, but um, doing that mashup of Mando and him that I, uh, I can't pronounce his name, I was like Missouri or something like that. He does those great mm-hmm. arts, kind of like Boss Logic. Um, and then uh, Snake Eyes. Snake Eyes always been a favorite. I'm old. Uh, I'm actually going to be 41 in August. So Oh, God, uh, you're old. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're actually younger than me. Uh, you're old. My I God. Old. So, but I say that <laughs> in the context of, like, I grew up with G.I. Joe, and I grew up mm-hmm. with man and those kinds of properties. So, yeah. know, Snake Eyes, he's one of the, um, I guess you say, if I have collections, I have collections of, like, a ton of, you know, Snake Eyes characters and stuff like that. So um, I'm doing one off that with uh, Unmasked Studios, doing my base suit for that. Um, oh, nice. And then, so other than that, it's just going to be more of an armored style. Yeah. Yeah. So So I'm going to do, it's kind of like what I'm kind of meshing is um, obviously the, the second GI Joe movie, but also Fortnite skin actually is kind of a dope uh, look if you haven't seen that, but Fortnite has cool uh, snake eyes uh, skin they use. Um, So I kind of use that to help get the base suit, like the black and gray. And then there's going to be the armor pieces that uh, we add on to that. I'm actually pulling it up now and yeah. Wow. Okay. Oh, that's pretty it's neat. Pretty neat skin, but uh, yeah, um, something that not as traditional, but it's got a nice uh, tech look to it. And then Deathstroke, I keep tinkering with my Deathstroke look. Um, I just got a new helmet I painted. Ugh. This was a um, a mold from Sentinel on Instagram. I did the paint nice. on this one, so I shared a picture recently of that. But uh, you know, eventually I'll try to. F- my problem is I come up with concepts and I'll get like seventy five percent of the way through. I'm like, ooh, piece of candy, ooh piece of candy and i'll like start looking at different ideas and i got like a bunch i just got to finish yeah i mean (laughs) and and maybe we can get into that a little bit um you're right for me distraction is a killer when trying to work on Mm -hmm. either a prop or a concept or a cosplay or i want to do so many things and i see something else that i like and i see this thing it's like oh i want to make that and then i completely run off and do something else and and it's sometimes a hindrance in actually completing stuff. And a lot of people have an issue with actually starting something and getting it done ex- exactly for that reason. Yeah. I, how, how do you get beyond that? How, how do you get over that? Hey, you know what? I actually have to stick with this. I got to get it done. Is it a time crunch thing? Is it, do you put yourself a yeah. deadline? Like how, how do you work that out? So with the pandemic and not really being able to shoot or have shows that kind of put a big damper on that. Now that they're coming back and it's, um, you know, like for instance, the, the big shoot I did in Nashville with my friends, like Nashville night, Mash Mateo, Don Trial and that whole group, you know, that, that was a date. So I was like, okay, this look for red hood. I want, I need to have done for that time frame. So as things are opening now, whether it's, you know, a photo shoot or a show that's kind of giving me that, you know, that kind of push to say, okay, if I want to show this look, I got to have it done by this time. So now the deadline does help with that. Otherwise, the canvas is open and, you know, whether I'm sketching something out or I see something and I want to kind of flesh it out, you know, if there's nothing really, if there's no end game for it. I'm just kind of creating to create, but when there's a shoot involved or a show that I'm trying to go to, that kind of helps create the, okay, if I want to show this off and I want to wear this, you know, I've got this time to get it done. Um, were you always more of a creative type? Um, I'd say so. I mean, my brother, Jaycon Film, um, he's the big creative. I mean, he does film and photography. He's the one who did my first big photo shoot, I guess you want to call it my professional looking pictures. So, you know, that's kind of the, not to segue off that, but that's kind of another great thing about cosplays. Our two worlds have uh, kind of collided, you know, me coming up with like fun concepts and then him getting to shoot it professionally. So it's been like kind of a cool bonding experience with my brother. Um, But, uh, you know, I, I feel like I've always had some sort of a creative thing. Like I used to do custom action figures and sell those on the side. Oh, really? 
Yeah, and I've actually got, and then like I wanted to get into my own prop making. So I actually own the uh, Iron Line FX chess piece that's pretty mm -hmm. popular. I got the Master Mold. I was going to start getting into that, but it comes down to time between work and everything else. It's just tough to really start that. But it, again, it's do I want to make it a priority? But, um, you know, I've, I mean, I feel like I've always had some sort of a creative gene. My brother will say yes. I'm like, I don't know. I, he's the more creative one, and he kind of helps push me in that direction. Uh, if you don't want me asking, what, what do you do for work? Uh, I am a bank manager for uh, a national banking um, company. So, um, you know, I, I always joke with some of my friends like a mini Bruce Wayne. So, like, I work with money. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I, I run a financial center for a major bank. Nice. And, and um, I've always worked in professional areas as well. And when people find out that I'm into cosplays and, and yeah, you know, I, I do all these things, it blows their mind. Yeah. Uh, some people don't don't understand and, and they're like, oh, my God, like, what is this? Hey, what are some of the reactions that you get from people around you, whether so, it be – professional setting or even in your family i think when yeah. my family discovered i was doing some of this they, they couldn't believe right, some of these right. things i think the initial reaction sometimes it downplays it like you know it's almost like uh you know that's sometimes it's almost condescending in some aspects but at work it's actually been a bigger i guess accepting than i thought so i use it we have like before covid we have like work conferences and sometimes you have to stand up and talk and like two truths and a lie i would talk about my cosplay and instagram and that would be the one they thought was the lie. And so then I would show it and they're like, oh my God, this is pretty cool. This is neat that you do that. And then all of a sudden I get questions and people are coming up to me and kind of interacting and thought it was cool because, you know, Red Hood with Batman, you know, it just, there's more, I think there's more, if I want to use the term closet nerd in people than they want to let on. And so if somebody starts the conversation, it's like, hey man, I'm into that too. It's, uh, you know, who's your favorite character? Who's this? And all of a sudden they're talking about it, be video games, comic books, whatever else is. So I think a lot of times people have that and just they're more they're less likely to want to talk about it. But if somebody else broaches the topic, all of a sudden it becomes, you know, acceptable. So it's always been fun. Family wise, it's been fine. Um, you know, like I said, sometimes it's, you know, you'll get a few condescending comments. But I mean, I do this for me. It's a good time. I, I enjoy it. I, although I joke uh, growing up, I was always big into sports and kind of like you know, whatever. I feel like 19 year old me would probably make fun of 40 year old me, you know, like in that mm -hmm. aspect, you know, playing, you know, like I was. But it's like. If you get older, you just don't care. You want to enjoy the things you uh, you really like to care about. I, I also feel, though, like the um, – I don't want to say stigma, but the um, the views people have around geek culture and nerd culture yeah. in general has changed a lot, you yeah. know, uh, especially from our generation. Like you say, you're yeah. right. Back then, the jocks would laugh at people like us, right. you know, for dressing up and, and – you know, being into cartoons and, right. and comic books and, and superheroes. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I feel like it, it's changed a lot over the years. I, or, or maybe not. I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's just the way well, I, I see it. I mean, The way I look at it is um, like that term, find your tribe. I mean, you mm -hmm. know, if you're trying to impress the wrong people or associate with people that aren't into that, then why are you trying – like what, what's the point? Like why not hang out with people that are into what you're into and yeah. you're going to be encouraging it? And then – even the other view I have it is if you're not into it, that's okay. But you, you can just let me do my thing. You know, like it's, it, it doesn't have to be like an insult. You don't have to drag it down. You can just be like, Oh, that's cool. And keep it moving. But I think in general, when it comes to friends or whatever and who you hang out with, it's just, you know, find your tribe and you're going to find people like-minded. Otherwise you're trying to force a friendship or a culture that, you know, they're not going to want to be a part of. And that's fine. Um, I, I, I want to take a quick minute here to talk about your Instagram specifically. I mean, I know you were saying you're on a, a lot of the different platforms. Instagram's blown up over the last couple of years, like mm -hmm. blown up. I mean, you're at now 21.4 thousand followers. Mm -hmm. uh, 
again, when I remember started following in 2017, I think you had less than a thousand. What do you have as far as suggestions for people that, you know, whether they want to, you know, grow some sort of a media social media platform, they want to get into creating content, et cetera, et cetera. What do you have as far as words of advice and suggestions uh, to Um, these people? I I mean, it's a bit of a process. I think that, I mean, first and foremost, you got to keep the, like the side of I'm doing this for fun. Like you can't get caught up in the business aspect of it. You know, like don't get caught up in, I've got to get followers. I've got to get this. Like if you focus on having the good time and creating the content you want for yourself, that stuff will follow. Because again, kind of like the whole friendship thing, the people that are into your stuff will start following you. And then in mm-hmm. consistency, like for a while, especially in the beginning, I mean, I, I, I would make content on a Sunday and I would make enough content for the week. And I posted every day for a year straight. Um, so I always had something out there and I've pulled back a little bit now, but I still, you know, the, the key now is quality content moving out. But in the beginning, I was really trying to really grow it. I had a great time making content, but I, it was every single day I had something out. So I always say like, you know, every day, every other day, but don't make it consume you. So again, I, I didn't make a picture on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday. I just did one day, spent a couple hours, made some stuff. And then I had content for the week. And then, so yeah, you, then you publish over the week. Right, right. That way you constantly got something new coming out. Right, right. The consistency. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I hear that a lot, actually. Yeah. And and then not – so people that DM me and ask me, you know, these kinds of questions, and I can sometimes hear that it's they're getting caught up in that aspect of social media. And I'm like, at the root of it, you're cosplaying for what reason, right? You're having a good time. Like, you're having fun. I mean, very there's a very small percentage that turns this into big income, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I've been fortunate to have certain sponsorship deals and little side things and all that, and that's cool, but – like to do this full time professionally is like probably less than a half of a half a percent that people get to do this kind of thing. So it's more for you and having fun. And the more people you get to share with, that's awesome. But don't get, don't get caught up in that too much, you know, really say, okay, I want to focus on, I want to cosplay Red Hood. I want to cosplay this. I want to cosplay that. Um, I chose a niche as far as Red Hood. And that's, that's also a potential, you know, suggestion is if you want to pick a, specific character or genre you know and that way you're kind of known for that if you wanted that mm-hmm. type of thing um i know a lot of people have success with that i mean i i kind of went all red hood because i just really enjoyed the character and i thought i could do a bunch of variations off him but you know and that's not even necessary that's just how i did it. i was like i'm gonna pick this branding and you know i'm gonna run with that and have fun with it because he's my favorite character now i to, to play on what you're just saying right now i mean you did mention you're you're slowly uh, starting to work in a star wars mashup cosplay mm-hmm. um is that something you plan on doing moving forward is, is other characters or is your core still always going to be, yeah. I'm assuming your core is always going to be Red Hood. Oh, but, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, if, if I had to put it, like if I had posted five pictures, four are going to be Red Hood, Jason Todd inspired. And then I would put in a set with like, you know, uh, like the Star Wars, the Snake Eyes, the Deathstroke, you know, but then in, I'll have my Red Hood content. And although, I mean, Red X for me tends to do almost better than my Red Hood stuff when I put that out, but um it, it most of my content always be jason todd quote-unquote jason todd based content and then i'll kind of mix in the other stuff that i like to dabble in i wonder why uh, i wonder what that is about your red x that's that does so well compared to uh, some of the other stuff um i think when i first brought it out it was just unique it was different um it was i mean i, I showed you the helmet but the you know the kind of like an an Arkham style red X. I mean, I had the tech look, the sword, mm-hmm. you know, the armor look, you know, a little bit of a, you couldn't really see it in the picture, but there's like a little, almost like Cape that I used. I didn't do the full Cape. I did almost like a Hunter Cape from like the game. Yeah. Um, and it just, it just was different from the traditional red X, I think. And so 
anytime you can kind of bring something a little different to a character, you know, it'll either do really well or people will be like, that's not my character. And then they'll start getting on you about not being canon, which I don't, I don't, and you can be canon or not, like we talked about earlier, but I just like to say if Red X was in the Snyderverse or the Arkhamverse, what would he look like? Or mm-hmm. if Red Hood was in this movie or this TV show, how do I think it would look like? And so that's always how I kind of look at it is like, I try to make it TV movie esque in my way, but I try to make them fit the universe. And so that way there's some familiar pieces to them, you know? So like the Red X chest is an Arkham Knight Batman chest. So it, it kind of triggers some familiarity there. And then the helmet, you know, it's a red, red, red hood helmet, but you know, it has a Red X vibe to it. Uh, talking about helmets. I want to talk two minutes about your uh, Arkham style helmet right behind you. First of all, oh, where's yeah. that helmet from? So this is uh, ruthless effects. Um, okay, yeah. The, uh, it's, it's, so that's it, the actual like, see-through helmet. Yeah, yeah. So that was uh. my. Um, that was one of the ones that I was chasing for a long time. Uh, funny you mentioned Tim because I was trying to. I was talking to him a lot about the helmet because he has one as well. Yeah. Um, and they're hard to find, and so I mean, I was hunting for a long time to grab one, and you know, Tim's been great in helping me because I'm doing an Arkham Knight also, so he's been a great resource to help me with that. But yeah, this helmet, um, ruthless effects. I mean, it's hard to come by, and so that's. It's one of my, again, I call it my unicorn because it was just tough to find. There's not a whole bunch of them out there with that see-through style. Uh, mm-hmm. The God of Props makes one that's not see-through, and there's a bunch of the 3D print. No, it's got the slits. That's, yeah. that's, that breaks the look for me. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I like the reflective mirror look. It's it's, it's real neat. I mean, it's it's one of my favorite helmets. Hey, do you actually see well in that? I mean, you don't yeah. see well in any helmet, let's be honest. But I, I mean, probably see better in this helmet than almost any other helmet. <laughs> Because well, because like, the whole I, thing like is a clear this, plastic, right? It's like this much, so it's like this. I can see oh, wow. this is all open, um, and it's got the mirror tint to it. Versus the other helmets are literally like like this, and I can't see or hear anything. If I don't have a handle yeah. or someone near me, like, I I'm, mean, I'm you can't things. see much yeah. out of this type of stuff, right? I mean, let's be honest. Like, these are like yeah. you know tiny little eyes. I mean, right? Yeah. Yeah, like you're no, that's... At, uh, like you can kind of see there's barely. Yeah, exactly. Barely... Oh, those are exactly the same eyes I use in mine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the eBay specials, those are the best ones. <laughs> They're, listen, best $14 Canadian. Yes, I don't know how much hard American, but best $14 Canadian I've spent. I put yeah. them in most of my helmets. Yeah, yep. I mean, I love those things. They yep. come in colors now, too. You can get yep, them in I'm RGB kind of, colors. Uh, got the blue. I got orange, red, white. I just stock up on them in case, you know, I ever want to use them. <laughs> nice. Um, what's your next big con? Uh, I know you're talking about cons are starting to open. You haven't been to any yet, but what's the next yeah. big one you want to go to? Uh, I mean, the next big one that are on my radar are the um, there's that Raleigh SuperCon in North Carolina, um, mm-hmm. then there's MegaCon, and then possibly DragonCon. Um, those are kind of is that ones. even going to happen this year? Have they actually announced that yet? Oh, DragonCon? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's still. I mean, they haven't shut it down yet. I mean, the dates are still there. People book the hotels, all that kind of stuff. So nothing's been pushed back now. And and for I understand, uh, you know, Georgia's pretty open. I mean, they've kind of opened up a lot in that way um, as far mm-hmm. as, like, events and everything like that. So I haven't seen that it's been, you know, postponed or anything like that. I'm assuming you're going to be doing Red Hood at all these cons? Yeah, I always – I mean, depending on how many days I go, I'll have at least one Red Hood with me, um, possibly mm-hmm. two. I'll probably do that – like, the picture that's, uh, you know, being used as a background, I'll have that look. That's my favorite look. Then I'll probably bring the um, Arkham Knight style, and then I'll probably bring out Red X. Nice. Um any plans at all to make your way up here to Canada by any chance? I'd love to. I mean, that's one of the things I want to do is travel and, you know, link up with more cosplayers, photographers and everything like that and do collabs. And that was really the big plan for me. Like if, as we talked about 
what is your strategy for social media? Like my plan in 2020 was to really get out there and kind of visit and collab with people. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, of course, obviously, you know, health and pandemic took, uh, took a lot away from everybody, but that's what I want to get back to is, you know, head out, you know, get out West, Northwest, Central Canada. I mean, I would love to travel overseas, you know, it'd be a lot of fun, but there's a lot of the cosplayers I've, you know, talked to and link up with, they're all over the country. You know, I've got, Mm -hmm. Um, like Nashville night, Mass Mateo are two of my close friends and, you know, one's in Tennessee, one's in Ohio. Um, and then, you know, I got friends in Florida. My brother lives in Florida and there's people, uh, Jordan, uh, Jay cosplay, someone I wanted to get up with, um, he's in, you know, Michigan. Jordan was actually up here the last fan expo we had, I think. Yeah. Uh, so not last summer, but the summer before I missed him. I wasn't able to hook up with him, but yeah, he yeah. was actually up here. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, listen, if you ever decide to uh, make your way up here, definitely let us know. Um, yeah, for sure. A bunch yeah. of us up here and, you know, uh, even if it's to do a quick Red Hood photo shoot, that'd be awesome. A bunch yeah. of different I mean, Red Hoods it, together. That could be neat. Yeah, that would be fun. I mean, it's a, that's what I really want more than anything, just to get out there because, you know, you chit chat with different cosplayers, you share best practices and stuff through DMs and, you know, but to get to see people in person and kind of collab, that's what was great about KatsuCon to me was I finally got to see a lot of people that, you know, met or seen or followed and vice versa. It's just, it's just the, the con experience to me is just a different thing and it, I miss it mm-hmm. and I'm hoping to get back into it. Um, I want to talk about props a little bit, you know, props, costumes, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, obviously we've talked a lot about some of the helmets that, that you've bought over the years and, and mm-hmm. some of the chest plates and costumes you have. Um, are you into making any of, of your stuff? Do you so, do any of your own making? So I do a lot of my own paint. So like I'll take a prop and then, you know, scrap it down and redo the paint. So like, uh, like I'll buy like the toy guns and redo all the paint. So all, all my gun mm-hmm. props, I do hand paint on my own. Um, all the belts, like the, uh, the belt that's in the picture there that I primarily use, that was like a, a gold Batman belt that I kind of resanded, refinished into that silver yeah. kind of finish. Um, even existing helmets, like you saw, like this is that other God of props helmet. So I did, I did a complete repaint on here to kind of give it more of a rough design and look, but um, I don't have a 3D printer at the moment, mm-hmm. so what I'll do is I'll buy a lot of raw files and do the, the paint work on those. Um, and then the other thing I do is a lot of real-world stuff like pants and that kind of stuff, things that I, I just I, I can't sew. <laughs> so I go for that realistic, you know, like leather pants. But, like, all the all my props and guns, you know, I, re- I finish myself. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll tell you this. Um, a 3D printer was one of the best purchases I've ever made in my life. Yeah. Friggin' love that thing it's it's been one of the neatest and funnest hobbies i've ever yeah. had i almost yeah, love making the props now more than going out and cosplay it's almost, yeah. almost as much fun for me to sit down look let's be honest i don't know if you're buying raw prints i'm sure you know you're sanding for ages sanding right. is never ending in the world of 3d printing but that's relaxing for me to sit down there and, and yeah. just sand while watching tv and there's something about the, the working with your hands for me that is, is like I said, almost right. as much fun as actually going out yeah, in like, the costume. Yeah, like, I got this. Uh, so I grabbed this. So, like, you know, kind of doing, again, this is kind of like for my Joker Red Hood, doing my own costume. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was neat as well. You've got a couple pictures on your Instagram of that as well. You know what? Yeah. That's what I should I should have done. I should have downloaded some pictures so I could share them with people while we're talking. Yeah. That one's really neat. Oh, yes. does the emblem actually come off? Yeah, well, I haven't attached it yet, so I'm going to end up oh. getting this glued and attaching it to kind of work with that. But, you know, that's the kind of stuff I do. There are things I can't make, so, like, to go with that, you know, we talk about the creative side, so I'll come up with an idea concept, and I might contact a prop maker who I know can do a good job. So, like, Luca Jackets, this is a custom Arkham oh, jacket. Wow. That's purple and green. So that's a one-off right now. But, again, I come up with a cool concept. I reach out to someone who I think does amazing work, 
you know, and then that actual you know, leather. That vision to life. Yeah. So wow. So this is the wow. this is the green and purple version of this jacket here. Um, to kind of get what I would end up doing is kind of giving it some neon paint here. I got some kind of patches that go on top of there, but um, so stuff like that. Were they that made by I the same person? Make. Yeah, yeah. So Luca jackets, they um, like you can buy this one. You can contact them with custom concepts and stuff. So like I worked with them. I said, look, I'm looking at doing a Jason Todd, you know, red or Joker red hood. Here's what I want from it. Here's how it looks. And I send them ideas, pictures. I did some color editing, photo editing, because that's my thing. I do a lot of photo editing. So I kind of created what the jacket would look like and then sent me some uh, proofs. And I was like, let's go with it. So that's kind of where I feel like I try to bring my creativity and then combine it with some prop makers or, or clothing people that are great at that to kind of bring some of the visions to life. Like uh, just to give a shout out, like the vest, this is Gaslight uh, underscore CO. He did, did this vest, um, my boy Nightwing or uh, Master Tails Nightwing suits. So again, you kind of reach out, you have your sketches, you have your ideas and, you know, they'll bring them to life. Very cool. Very cool. Um, when are you going to be, uh, premiering that Star Wars cosplay? Cause you know, like I said, I'm a big Revan fan. I can't wait to actually see that. <laughs> well, that kind of goes into the, uh, let's get it finished type thing. So, um, you know, I'm just waiting <laughs> on the, uh, the chest piece and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, I'm hoping, I'm hoping by the end of summer I'll have something for that. Um, you know, so are you going cool. with a more Mando style armor chest piece or are you going more yeah, the, style um, leather chest piece, like I'll, traditional um, Revan style? Now I'll send you after this. I can send you the the concept art, but it is the Mando chest kind of ab piece with the the thigh, but it's it's a Revan cloak cape in the Revan mm -hmm. mask. So it's like a, a mashup of the two. So because originally I was going to do a full on canon Revan, and I saw that concept art, and I'm like, again, I always get crazy about you know custom ideas and stuff. So like, ooh, that'd mm -hmm. be kind of cool. I like the armor versus the, the traditional garb as far as uh, the cosplay look. And it's funny you say that because when I made my whoop, I'm going the wrong way here. When I made my Revan helmet. I mean, I'm sure you can see it's it's basically uh, basically a Mando helmet. Yeah. Um, I'm creating some shadows here. I, I flat out just took a Mando helmet that I, you know, modified and painted as 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 Revan. I mean, let's be honest. Revan's helmet is a Mando helmet. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it just made sense to me. Hey, why don't I use a Boba Fett template <laughs> to make a Revan helmet? Uh, like I said, I love people when they make their own things. So, yeah, so to like me, that's that's wicked. Right, like it's just like cool to kind of take something that's one thing and you kind of convert it into something different. You know, that's mm -hmm. I, I love that stuff. So yeah, that's what I always try to promote people to do is you know just come up with like don't be afraid to create, don't be afraid to come up with a cool design. And if you can't make it, you know, you have someone who can help you with the making part of it. Like again, like Villainous Prop Shop is great for 3D prints and everything. I grab from them to do you know custom paint work and stuff like that. Or mm -hmm. like I got a props helmet, you know, I'll get the base and then I'll strip it down, repaint it to come up with something new. I think that's just that's fun to me. Like that's where you mentioned the sanding. Like I just I love trying to come up with a new idea. Not all of them hit. You know, some do. Like uh, the Jason Todd Nightwing I did, or that sometimes people like that. Some people didn't because it's not Dick Grayson. But it's I liked it. I thought it was fun. You know. But it's that's the point. Is again that's why the Instagrams for me. I just have a good time with the different concepts. Yeah, I mean, at one point you you, you kind of have to do it for yourself, right? Yeah. I mean, if if you're doing it for something else or for somebody else, you're never gonna make everybody happy, regardless. So you right. got to do it for yourself a little bit. Um, I'm going to be giving away some batarangs. All right. Uh, I made some uh, 3D printed batarangs uh, that I'm going to be giving away um, specifically for the people that uh, go like this video. Make sure you're subscribed to both Joey, myself, and the Cosplay Alliance uh, uh, YouTube channel. Um, I'm going to be giving one away uh, for the people that are following and liking the uh, the Tim video. 
one person that is going to be liking this video. I'm going to specifically give my my Red Hood version of the Batarang. Um, listen, Joey, um, before I let you go, you know, thanks very much, man, for, for doing this. I really appreciate it. Uh, actually, one quick subject I want to uh, approach with you uh, before I let you go. Um, what are your thoughts with the state of cosplay in general um, in the world right now? I, I, I'm seeing a lot of people fighting with a lot of negativity, period. Yeah. Uh, a lot of ne negative comments on, on uh, social media. I get that it's so easy for people on social media to just throw out a bunch of crap and, and post yeah. negative comments and stuff like that. But um, have you experienced a little bit of that negative side? And, and, and how do you get beyond that in your own mind when you're you know, working um, on a project? When you say that, so in general, um, like I, I, I don't, I hate the gatekeeping type stuff, you know, like I don't like, you know, the body sham, the, the, the race specific type stuff. It's like, again, every race, every person can cosplay, whoever have a good time with it. Um, there is no one red hood. I don't own red hood. You don't own this character. I mean, we, we don't, you know, we're, we're, we're just dressing up as either young adults or older adults, you know? So <laughs> I've never understood that part of it. You know, you can kind of have fun and, and joke around, but like not to the detriment of somebody else. But as far as negativity, like I've had a couple where they'll jump on comments where either they're attacking the accuracy. Uh, there was one where me and Mass Mateo were on comic book for uh, our one of our pictures and someone came at me and made it sound like I was overweight and I was short for Red Hood. And it's like, I usually reply with just being funny, you know, like it just, mm -hmm. I'll have a comment. I'm like, hey, appreciate the feedback. Thanks for checking it out, blah, blah, blah. And I try to keep it moving, but I know that that can be a hard for some people because if they get hit with it a lot um, or, you know, they just don't know how to you know address it. And I just, in general, I just, I don't see the need for that. So, you know, anyone that ever asked me if I'm just like, roll it off your shoulder, delete the comment if you need to. But uh, in general, I just, I, I fight it with comedy. That's kind of my defense mechanism where I just say, mm -hmm. I appreciate the feedback. You don't like it. No worries, but thanks for checking it out. You know, if you, get into it with them that's kind of what they want they want to show they want you to go back and forth and i just don't give them that option you know and then if if the comments they'll either stop like i even had one person one time because the way i responded goes you know what i, I it's kind of crazy you responded that way you just got my follow it was like the most random thing but some people you know their their whole existence is to troll or they're going to come at you for accuracy or because you're not the right race, size, color, whatever it is. And it's just unnecessary. Yeah. I, especially the race thing. I've always found yeah. that so odd to me. Like who gives a crap what color a person's skin is like, really? It yeah. doesn't friggin' matter. We're dressing up for fun. You know, like, right. you know, I, 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 and again, this is, again, I, I'm not, I hope you don't think I'm trying to compare you to Tim here, but again, this yeah. is a little bit of a conversation I had with Tim last week is, I have some certain insecurities myself. I'm not in shape. I'm way out of shape. I'm I'm going on 45 and I'm I'm nowhere near the shape you guys are in. And for me there are some cosplays I just won't do anymore just because of how I see myself and I don't right. want to be portrayed that way. But at the same time I feel that way. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm never going to go to somebody and say, "Hey, you can't do that because you don't have that." Right physical right. fitness to, to, to that's insane to me that people go to those lengths to, to blast people. And, and, and yeah, cause uh, and to your point about that is like, sometimes like if somebody, you know, it could have taken them a lot of courage to go out in that outfit and mm -hmm. or take pictures in that, you know, costume, you know, like they felt good about being in that costume and you're going to, if you're going to give constructive feedback, like, Hey, this is a cool way to do this. But if you're going after negativity and you're going to comment on things that have nothing to do with either the, you know, the cost or anything, it's just, it's just being hurtful to be hurtful. And it's, 
my experience in that is usually people that aren't really into it. They're just kind of like, maybe they caught a random hashtag or something. They're not usually true followers of either the character, the, you know, uh, the cosplayer themselves or anything like that. And they just, just being ugly to be ugly, or they have certain views that will always cloud mm-hmm. their judgment on things. Like, like, again, the race thing, like to be, to be frank, I mean, a lot of these characters were created during a time where there wasn't a lot of diversity. So all the characters that were created initially, a lot of them, you know, lack, lack of a better word, are white. So, you know, but they, they inspire other people. That's like people who do Spider-Man, like a common thing there is anyone can be Spider-Man, right? The mask, the suit. And so that's like a common theme there. And that's another thing I like about, you know, even the characters I do with helmets, because I feel like being behind the mask more, when you see it, you can see yourself in that character. Like you can be, you can be anybody behind that mask. Right, right, right. Like, you know, I don't do a lot of maskless stuff because I, I I know you're joking about me being older, but I don't have the youthful face to be a Jason Todd who's like 19, 20 years old. Mm -hmm. But when I wear the full outfit, anyone who's following me, if they like that character, they can see themselves in that as Red Hood, as Arkham Knight, as whatever it is, and then become that. I I, kind of picked that mentality up from Master Chief from Halo. That was the whole point. They never show his face because anybody can be Master Chief. And when you're playing the game, they want you to feel like you're him. So I've always felt that way about characters. If you feel or identify with that character in whatever reason, or you just think it looks cool, that's the other thing you talked about that drives me nuts, is like if you don't know a billion things about it, like if you don't know what issue they showed up in and blah, 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 sometimes people cosplay the character because they just look cool. Like, I like that armor. That looks awesome. I want to wear that. I want to, you know, then maybe they get into it. But if you, you know, it's like wearing a band shirt. It's like, well, tell me 10 songs from that band. Yeah, that's another thing that annoys the hell out of me. It's like somebody doesn't have to be an expert in a specific character to cosplay that character. They could just right. like one thing of that character and decide, hey, you know what? I'm going to dress up as that character for this con. Right. Who cares yeah. how much they know about the character if they're a super fan or just a, pa- right, you know, right. a fan in passing? Uh, definitely. Yeah. Um, I'm going to flip it a little bit on you. Do you think we sometimes focus too much on the negativity? I mean sometimes I, fe- I feel like the, the negativity is, is very powerful because it yeah. hurts people sometimes. But sometimes I look at the comments in, in some posts and people are focusing on – one or two people that are saying negative comments, even though there's yeah. thousands of positive comments. Right. You think sometimes, and maybe this is just a human trait, we, we, we focus just too much on those negative things instead of just saying, you know what, screw the, the negativity and just move on to you know the, the good comments and, and what we're yeah, doing and the fun yeah. we're having. I think human nature is to be drawn to that, to either be that way or defend it. And I think, but in a positive light, I think what ends up happening, depending on the following of the person, is everybody wants to show, hey, I support you. I want you to see that I don't agree with this person's comment, but then at the same time, it becomes like a 600 comment response to that specific person, you know? And so I think that a lot of times it's it's not that there's a focus on there, but if you have a bunch of people who want to make sure that the person who posts the picture knows that, hey, don't let this person mess with you or don't let this person hurt your feelings. You look great, da da da, or your views on this are unnecessary. So I think sometimes it's just a lot of people trying to be supportive, but at the same time, it can also backfire a little bit on that. Yeah. I feel like sometimes people have good intentions, but even like you were saying earlier, you know, giving constructive, constructive criticism is one thing. Well, even sometimes constructive criticism can be taken the wrong way. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's funny you mentioned that it doesn't even have to be public. It could be like a DM where it's not a public thing where like, Hey, you know, I've made this. Would you, you know, would you ever want me to help with that or something like that? Or, how did you how did you make that? And it just it there's ways to communicate that don't require an attack or sham or anything like that. You know, it's like there's just it's just unnecessary to me. Um, mm-hmm. And the other and to your point about the positive comments, like I, there was somebody who got shared by a certain page and some people really went in ugly about the picture. 
but there was a bunch of other comments. So to your point, the vice was, Hey, look, look at all these people that are all about it. Don't, don't worry about the two, three that aren't like, there's a lot of people that enjoy your content. Again, find your tribe. Like these people are into it. Cool. But art mm -hmm. is subjective. And if they don't like it, that's why I was just fine. Okay, cool. Thanks for coming and checking it out. Maybe you like my other content. Like that's my go-to response. You know, check out my page. There's other content you might like, you know, if you yeah, like And I agree. Page, yeah. I totally agree because even myself, I'm not into everything. I'll yeah. sometimes see cosplays and be like, meh, you know, Great for them for doing it. And if they're having fun, great on them. I won't necessarily be into it. Now, right. I'm not going to go out of my way to start bashing that person right, and, right. and insulting them. And, and that to me, yeah. And sometimes it's just appreciation of the, the foam smithing or the, the craftsmanship or the electronics. Like, I, I, I can't remember his name, but there's a guy who does this anime cosplay where the arm lights up and smoke comes out. And it's like, oh, I know. that. Is, wow. Uh, his I, stuff is insane. Yeah, it's like. Just going into our people that can make these crazy foam builds and it's 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 characters I'm not even familiar with. So while I'm not into that that fandom, it's just the appreciation of like, man, that's mm -hmm. that's killer. You know, or and a lot know, of the stuff that he makes is actual metal. Yeah. It's metal, electronics, like you say, smokes, lights, anima uh, 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 wow, animatronics. I mean, a lot of the stuff he does is craziness. Even like you say, I don't know the characters he's making. Right. I still follow him because right. it blows my mind. Yeah. <laughs> It's awesome. But, and then the last thing too, cause we keep talking about, like I was just saying people with great skills. Like I think that's the other thing with cosplay is it's all skill levels too. Like if you're, if you made something and you're proud of it, like you should be proud to wear it. Like, I've, you know, people will message or say like, well, I don't think mine's good enough for this or good enough for them. Like comparison is the thief of joy, right? Like if you're trying to compare yourself to this person or that person or this, don't mm -hmm. like, if you're proud of what you did and you love this character, you should rock it with pride. Don't be afraid to, you know, post about it, share it, go to a con. I mean, you know, it, it's, it's different for everybody, but just com using comparison to different people, things will ruin your fun or ruin your enjoyment at it completely. Yeah, for sure. And again, I completely agree with that too. You know, I, um, I'm more of a maker than a cosplayer myself. Mm -hmm. I'm more into making props, uh, I should mm -hmm. say, <laughs> you know, um, do I dress up and go to conventions? Yes. Do I have all, as much fun sitting in my kitchen, like I said, or not in my kitchen, but in my dining room, sanding you know for hours and hours and hours i do as silly as it sounds i do have as much fun just making something that i'm going to display on my shelf that nobody's ever going to see right. i've got another whole shelf over here of crap that i've made that nobody's ever seen you know it's awesome uh, so it's it, yeah it. it's different for everybody right i mean and, and people have to appreciate that it, it's mm. you know you do what you do for your own reasons and and that's mm. that i think it's as simple as that um hey joey listen Again, I really, really appreciate you doing this, man. Um, like I was saying earlier, if you ever end up coming up to uh, uh, the, the Toronto area, definitely, you know, hook us, hook us up. Let us know. Yeah. We'll, uh, I, you I know, appreciate you guys. I love cosplay lines. I've had the, uh, I've had the, um, you know, the opportunity to be in two of the magazines, and I love the interview series and just the impact that you know cosplay lines has on the community. So it's always been great to to be interacted with in any way with cosplay lines. I mean, cosplay alliance. Listen, has always been about sharing has always been about letting people know of other people, whether you're uh, advanced or beginner cosplayer, whether you're professional, whether you're an amateur, that's what cosplay Alliance is all about, right? Yeah. Is, is sharing, letting people know, Hey, check out these people. Uh, so we really appreciate you doing this with us, man. I mean, it, it, it's awesome. Like I said, you know, if you're ever up here, let us know. Uh, in the sure. meantime, everybody, thanks for joining us again. Uh, make sure you like share and subscribe to this video. Smash that like button. You know, we <laughs> want to know that you guys are, are, are checking out these videos. This YouTube channel, we're just starting to get off the ground. 
we're, we're almost at a thousand uh, uh, subscribers. So, hey, appreciate it again, Joey. Thanks, everybody. And uh, we'll see you next time, hopefully, with uh, another Batman World cosplayer. So All stay right. tuned, folks. Thanks, everybody. Talk to you later. Yeah.